0: Fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zuma Radio. Welcome
1: back. The head of New York City's official tourism organization is in Toronto today to help prevent what is being dubbed a Trump slump when it comes to the tourism industry. NYC & Co. is hosting a news conference to remind Canadians that New York City is a safe and welcoming city and is trying to, and I quote, counter some of the negative rhetoric coming out of Washington. Christopher Hayward is the Senior uh, VP of Global Communications for NYC and & Co., and he joins me now. Welcome. Thanks for joining us.
2: How are you? It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Okay. Is this your first time in Toronto?
2: No, I've been to Toronto a few times. It's a beautiful city. I love being back here in this lovely place.
1: Okay, now your organization is predicting three hundred thousand fewer foreign tourists in New York City this year, and that includes a projected seventeen thousand fewer Canadians. Correct?
2: Correct. And we're hoping to make some of those up this week by uh, rolling the welcome mat out for all the Canadian travelers.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you're you're pinning that on Donald Trump.
2: Well, I think a lot of the negative rhetoric that's coming out um, of the administration has created a little bit of an image challenge, um, a perception challenge, and Canadians may be thinking, are we welcome? And we want to reinforce the message that certainly you are welcome in New York City. We're a diverse, tolerant, and welcoming destination, and we really want to roll the welcome mat out for these travelers and remind them all the attributes of New York City that they know and love are still there and that we want them to still come.
1: Uh, Which exact negative rhetoric are you referring to?
2: well i think just some of the um some of the initiatives that we've heard about the uh, the trade deals and uh the um uh just some of the the talk uh, among the uh the administration about um um the tariffs on on um some of the the lumber and the uh other things that have come out of the administration have created some, some uncertainty about you know the, the relationship between the two countries. Not to get political here because we are a travel destination, but um, you know words matter. So we, what we really want to um, be able to say is that we welcome the world and Canadians are so important to us. Um, we have seen some decisions made by the Toronto School Board where they're not allowing school groups to go into the country. We've seen the Girl Guides also uh, forbid trips uh, going into the United States. So we're obviously very concerned. We've also seen some travel boycotts um, that have been published in newspapers like the Toronto Star that have uh, said, well, you know what, Um, don't go to the U.S. And frankly, that's of great concern to us because we really want to encourage travelers to come to New York City. Uh, We are the safest large city in America. We are a diverse and tolerant and welcoming place. So we just want to make sure we put our best foot forward and do all we can to reinforce that message.
1: Okay, let me give the numbers out again. I'm curious to hear from our listeners. Are they planning to go to New York City? Uh, would they put off or postpone or uh, scrap a trip to New York City because of Donald Trump? Uh, we actually have a lot of uh, Trump supporters who listen here. curious to hear from them. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 866 740 And uh, I have to tell you, Christopher, I... Uh, I personally would not um, forego a trip to New York City because of Donald Trump's politics or his rhetoric. However, some of the things that I hear about the bottleneck, the traffic problems, uh, the way that uh, Fifth Avenue around the Trump uh, Tower is is blocked off and difficult to get to and and the security restrictions – I have to tell you, that made me think twice.
2: Well, I know there are those, those concerns, and we really want to just reinforce the fact that New York City is the best walking city in the world. You can walk anywhere in the city, and even around Trump Tower, you can get around. Uh, the president is not in town that often, so when he is, traffic might be a little snarled in certain areas, but if he's not in town, uh, traffic is perfectly normal, and we really encourage Canadians to take advantage of our great public transportation system. It's only $2.75 to take a subway anywhere in the city. We just launched a brand new NYC Ferry system today. It's also the same cost as the subway. And frankly, you can walk anywhere in New York City and get around very easily. And that includes Fifth Avenue. Um, the vibrancy of New York. Even even new like York. around
1: Trump Tower with Melania yeah, there?
2: Actually, you know what? It hasn't been that bad. I think a lot of this was hyped after the election and after the inauguration. Um, but frankly, you can walk to Fifth Avenue very, very easily. Um, the stores are open and people welcome you. You might have to uh... go a little bit through uh... some security when he's in town or you know right around the immediate building There may be a little bit of an extra weight, but frankly, it is very easy to get around. And I encourage people to walk, not drive in the city. And I Well, that's a longstanding recommendation. That that will solve the problem. I also will say to you, by the way, the other thing that may be of concern to some Canadian travelers is the exchange rate. And I will tell you, New York City is more free and affordable than you can imagine. Um, We have so many attractions that are free, like the High Line, the 9-11 Memorial, the Staten Island Ferry. Just walking in New York and accessing our beautiful parks and beaches are free of charge. So there are a lot of affordable options. The hotel rates um, are more affordable than they've ever been just because we've had such a huge expansion in the inventory of the city. We have about 113,000 hotel rooms with another 25,000 on the way. So there is a lot of room at the inn and a lot of great price point um, for consumers to choose from. So um, I would say it's more free and affordable than you might think, and it's actually quite accessible.
1: OK, before I get to some calls, just a, as a note, and I happen to be flipping around. I'm always flipping around in the morning and uh, on live with uh, Kelly. Um, that's, yeah, that's right. Kelly Ripa. So she uh-huh. was welcoming a new co-host and she and he was going to move from L.A. And she was warning him about the traffic around Trump Tower. Well, so I will
2: tell you, this traffic in New York is a lot better than the traffic in l.a. I just came from l.a. where um, you know you're not dealing with those uh, as many cars and I think that people here and visitors especially know to take advantage of the public transportation and if there's any fear about doing that I would let that go We are five boroughs that are easily connected with uh, great public transportation, be it the buses or the subway system. And now, like I said today, the mayor just announced the new NYC Ferry. So we're actually taking people using uh, the Great Blue Way and getting people around on our beautiful, beautiful waterfront. So that's another way to get around. So it's never been easier to get around New York City. It's never been uh, more affordable with all the expansion of the hotel inventory. And it's never been safer. We are the safest big city in America, and I think that's a real selling point for people, that they're going to feel safe, they're going to feel welcome in a place like New York, uh, and that's why we're here in Canada this week. We want to roll the, the carpet out. for Okay, let's, uh, let's hear help. from
1: some of our listeners. Yeah, let's hear. Okay, we've got Alan Brantford. Hi, Al.
0: Hi there. First, I'd like to assure your friend there that it doesn't stop me or any of my friends from going down. A friend of mine just came back from a week's holiday down there on the weekend here. Thank
2: you very much. We appreciate your business. Yes. And
0: I go down all the time myself. And, you know, the background to a lot of the bad publicity is it's a small minority behind the pink movement, a small minority behind the purple movement, but they're getting all the headlines. Do you agree?
2: Yes, I agree. I agree. And I think people should just look through that. And, you know, when they look at a city like New York, uh, it's the same brand that they've always known. You know, we're we're a welcoming destination. So I think that um, even if they're concerned about that, I don't think their travel experience is going to be affected whatsoever. No, you guys got to get a campaign going to kind of counter that stuff.
1: Well, I think that's what they're here doing. They've got a yeah. campaign yeah. doing. That's what
2: we're here doing, and we really are. We have a campaign that we're running around the world that's called New York City Welcoming the World. And it's, it's all about reminding people the values of New York City. Um, as I said before, the tolerance, diversity, the acceptance. The Statue of Liberty sits prominently in our harbor and welcomes people. Uh, so, you know, there's more languages, more religions. More cuisines uh, in New York than probably any other city in the world. We are we are a. Place oh, I
1: think we give you a run for uh, your money on languages and diverse ethnic I groups.
2: I think so too. And look, you know, the other thing about it is Toronto and New York share so many commonalities. Both are great cities, and you know, both are sanctuary cities. Uh, we have the same values, and I think there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, uh, energy that can be that can be. Um, attain from that. And I think people are going to see through that and really come to our city. Uh, they're, they're going to want to return because we've got so much to offer. It's, we've been calling it the New New York because there's just been this critical mass of brand new things going on, new developments, new neighborhoods, new hotels. And I think that is you know, causing people to maybe give New York City a second look.
1: Okay, let's go to uh, Linda in Toronto. Hi, Linda. Oh, hi there. You're on the air. Go ahead.
2: Oh, hi. Well, I just want to say welcome to uh, your guest from New York City and to tell him how much I absolutely love that city. Oh, thank uh, you. For the last 11 years, I've spent uh, nine holidays in New York City. I love the High Line. I love the Staten Island Ferry. I love the Broadway shows, the food, the diversity. Thank However, you so much I- for that.
1: You know what? I have to say, the last time I was in New York, we walked the High Line for the first time, and it was on a weekday, and it was pretty well jammed, and... Fabulous and a big uh, tourist attraction. And uh, you know, like there's big talk here about doing something similar here, and it would cost a whole lot of money, like a billion dollars. But um,
2: it's an amazing addition to the city's yeah. landscape. And I will tell you, it's my personal favorite if I'm allowed to have a favorite. I promote all five boroughs of the city, but uh, the High Line is exquisite. And like I said, it's free of charge. And it's a great way to connect with other visitors that are coming to New York City. Beautiful vantage points, beautiful views. Um, and it really has been a great economic development mechanism to really um, bring the area up. And the Whitney Museum sits at the foot of it. Um, they're celebrating their biennial right now. So uh, I'm glad to hear that you like all of those great attractions. And the, the thing about New York is people think it's always going to be there, and they'll think, oh, I'll go anytime. But um, in the last couple of years, so much has been going on with the revitalization of lower Manhattan, and even Staten Island is going through a, a transformation that I think people should consider moving New York back up on their bucket list. Um, to travel this year or next year because it is there's so much going on. And you may think you know New York, but actually it's uh, it's, it's evolved changing. so much in the recent past that I think people um, hopefully will give it a, a second look and, and book that trip now.
1: Okay, well uh, let's go to John in Uxbridge.
2: Hi, John. Hi. I, I think it's got a lot to do with the dollar. There's nothing wrong with going in the states. I was we were down there for a month, and no trouble. But see, you're, you only have a seventy cent dollar with so much difference. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, ex- Exactly. It's, um, yeah, it's, t- it's tough.
2: It's a challenge. And you know what? I think that's why we have things like Cheap Beats. We've got the... The food carts, and <laughs> we've got you know museums that have. Oh been, come on,
1: New York is in. not cheap. <laughs> and you know what? This it's... summer
2: we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Summer Restaurant Week, and it's going to be you know uh, $29 three-course lunches, $42 three-course dinners. You're going to be able to celebrate dining in the city. It's it, there's two for one Broadway and off Broadway during certain times of the year. There are opportunities to save, and if you come during the winter months, I know Canadians can uh, can can definitely survive the winter. If you come during January and February. Especially, you are going to get extraordinary value in the city. And that is if you just plan ahead, there are ways... Is anybody they...
1: offering us the dollar at par?
2: Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Hopefully time will tell. But in the meantime, I can guarantee you, you could put a holiday together in New York, and you wouldn't have to spend that much on attractions. Um, like you said, the High Line, I mean, all the stuff, just walking the neighborhoods of New York City. We have so many multicultural neighborhoods. We have Harlem. We have Long Island City. We what's have, the what's
1: average, sorry, what's the average hotel room running now, if there is such a know, thing? You know, the
2: rates go anywhere. You can get a rate. In Manhattan. low is 150 to 200, all the way up to like 1,000. It just runs the gamut. There's a lot of new micro hotels that have opened, um, so you should take a look at those brands. Brands like the Yotel, the Pod, um, even the Arlo; these are smaller hotels. The, Moxies are, the Moxie the brand is coming soon. There are a lot of options. What, what is that
1: exactly? Is like that in
2: Brooklyn and Queens? Sorry, what is in Long Island City? You can what, get tremendous value.
1: Sorry, what is what is that micro hotel? I'm not familiar. Well, the
2: rooms are a little smaller, so it's high design. The rooms are smaller by square footage, but they offer extraordinary common areas, and the rates are a lot less. So if you're staying at the hotel, yeah, your room is going to be, square from a square footage perspective, much smaller. But you're going to be able to take advantage of a big hotel rooftop. You're going to be able to take advantage of a nice hotel lobby and have all the amenities that you love. Um, so there are options. And I think people coming from Canada um, are eager to try the, the neighborhoods and boroughs beyond Manhattan. So Long Island City, Queens is a perfect example. The hotel rates are probably about 30% less than they are in Midtown. Yet it's only a 10-minute subway ride to Midtown. So... These are new neighborhoods that are sort of emerging, and I think people are, are, are figuring them out. And it gives them a chance to live like a local while also saving uh, a, lot of, a lot of money. Okay. So there are options.
1: Okay. Um, uh, let's take one more. Uh, thanks, John, for that. Let's go to Giovanni in Brampton. Hi, Giovanni. Uh, yes. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I
2: love the question about New York. Uh, New York, you know that is a big city. I didn't have a chance to go yet in fifty-seven years in Canada. Oh, okay, so I'm looking forward to, you.
0: and I love it. You know, first
2: they are a big city. Uh, no, no matter about the traffic. The traffic you can avoid. It you can walk.
0: That's I right. I think
2: you can walk. That's right. You can go places walking and watch just the scenery. Well, you can walk, and, it is, it and is, it how is. Long, and it how doesn't long? cost, I mean, Central and, Park is a perfect example. Such an iconic place, you walk through Central Park and it doesn't cost you a dime. Um, and you're close to everything. Times Square, all visitors want to go to Times Square and they want to see the lights and they want to feel the energy of the destination. And guess what? That doesn't cost a dime. Oh. You know, if you walk across the Brooklyn Bridge, it doesn't cost you a dime and it's one of the most iconic experiences.
1: Okay, Chris, uh, we are uh, out of time for this segment. A lot of response. Uh, I have to say, you are a great salesperson for New York City, though New York City is a fabulous place.
2: Thank you very much for having me on the air. And uh, for more information on our destination, check out nycgo.com, which is the official tourism website for New York, if you want to learn more about planning your trip. Okay. Thank you for thank that, you for Chris. Me. Okay, bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.